glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we worship you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. You are wonderful. Wonderful, you are worthy, oh, oh, oh. Glory be to God in the highest, amen. Glory be to God in the highest, amen. For his mercies endure it forever. Amen. For his mercies endure it forever. Amen. Open your mouth this morning and sing a song of praise to the Lord. Sing a song of praise to the Lord. Sing a song of adoration. Sing a song that shows that you are grateful. Sing a song that shows that you are mindful of who he is. You are thankful for his faithfulness. You are thankful for, 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 for his provision. You are thankful for his protection. You are thankful for his deliverance. It is by, it is by his grace that we are here again today. It is by his grace that you opened your eyes this morning. It is by his grace that you can talk. It is by his grace that you can move. It is by his grace that you're able to do all things. The Bible says, in him we live, we move, and we have our being. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we honor you. We adore you. We bow before your throne of grace. Blessed be your holy name, who is like unto you, O God, in all the heavens, in all the earth. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be lifted. You are worthy to be exalted. Blessed be your holy name. Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you do. Thank you because you never leave us or forsake us. Thank you because you never leave us stranded. Thank you, Lord, for your word. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will remain forever and ever. Thank you, Father, for your word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Thank you for the salvation of our souls. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We say blessed be your holy name. Good morning, brothers and sisters. You're welcome once again to this morning's uh, uh, tongues of fire devotion. We give God praise for what he's doing in our lives. We thank him for what he has done so far. I want us to begin to thank him for the success of the men's conference that held uh, two days ago, um, Monday and Tuesday. I want you to open your mouth and begin to thank him. I want you to open your mouth and begin to give him praise for his faithfulness. I want you to open your mouth and begin to thank him for his word that came to us undiluted. I want you to begin to exalt his holy name because we know great and mighty things will, 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 will emerge from that uh, successful conference. I want you to begin to thank him because lives have been changed. I want you to thank him because lives have been turned around. 
because of the success of the, the, the men's conference. I want to thank him because he released this word and his word was back with power, the power to change our lives, the power to save our souls. Open your mouth this morning and begin to say, Lord, we thank you. Thank you because you have been with us. Thank you, Lord, because you're ever with us. Thank you, Mary Katareba Baba. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We say, Blessed be your holy name. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you for all the speakers. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for the ministration. Thank you for the praise worship. Thank you, Lord, for the undiluted word of God. Father, we say thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We say, Blessed be your holy name. Be thou glorified, be thou exalted in every area of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, we'll continue our, 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 our series on, uh, on the spirit-filled life. The spirit-filled life. And today, briefly, I want us to look at the character, the characteristics of a spirit-filled life. What are the characteristics of a spirit-filled life? Before we go on to look at what a spirit-filled life is all about. I want us to look at what a spirit-filled life is not. Before you say somebody is living a spirit-filled life, it means that there are evidences, there are things that you will see in the life of the person that will make you know that indeed this person is living a spirit-filled life. So what are the things that are not evidences of a spirit-filled life? Number one, if a man is filled with the Holy Spirit, he will not necessarily be noisy. He will not be noisy. He will not be somebody who attracts undue attention to himself. He will not be somebody who gets into a place and everybody can identify him for, for being loud and garrulous. For being loud and garrulous. Quickly, I want us to look at Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. Uh, and I read from the New King James Version. One minute, please. Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah 30, verse 15. And it says, for thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In, quiet, in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. I'll read it again. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. So if a man is filled with the, Spirit of, with the Holy Spirit, he will not be unnecessarily noisy. It will not be full of physical strength. The strength that you have will be the strength of the Holy Spirit. The peace that you have will be the peace of the Holy Spirit. So the evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life does not include you being noisy, does not include you glorying in your physical strength. Now, to number two, to be filled with the Holy Spirit is not to, to reach a state of sinless perfection. You know, the Bible says that we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You see, one of the lies the enemy can, one of the ways Satan can get you confused is to say, oh, you, you are this, you are that. No, 
If we look at First John chapter one, First John chapter one, First John chapter one, verses eight and ten. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And verse ten says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. So don't be fooling yourself and saying, ah, until I reach that state of perfection. No. God is aware of our human nature. That does not mean that we should go ahead to, to sin and say God is aware of your, of, your, of your sinful nature. But even the Bible says that if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. But until we are in heaven, we cannot reach that state of perfection, that state of holiness until we are in heaven. So Satan often comes to you. You know, the Bible is the accuser of the brethren. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And that's why you find that sometimes as Christians, we are living a life of self-righteousness. I call it false righteousness. Righteousness that is not of God. So that is not an evidence of being filled with the spirit of God. Also, do not fool yourself that the spirit-filled life is free from temptation. Is not. Even Jesus Christ, who is our perfect example, Jesus Christ, who was born without sin, he was still tempted. Jesus Christ was tempted. If you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Verse 13, First Corinthians 10, 13 says, oh my God, you have to pray for me. Right. <laughs> no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, we also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So that's what the Bible is telling us. Being filled with the Holy Spirit does not mean that you will not be tempted. Being filled with the Holy Spirit does not mean that temptation will not come. But the Bible is assuring us that no temptation has overtaken you except such, such as is common to man. But God is faithful. God who is faithful will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape. So do not think that a spirit-filled life is not a life that is free. I mean, the spirit-filled life is not free from temptation. There will be temptations. There will be temptations. But God has given us the ability, he will strengthen you to be able to overcome that temptation. So these are the lies that the enemy tells you. He wants to corrupt your mind. He wants to deceive you. He wants to constantly accuse you so that you will not be able to enjoy the benefits of living a spirit-filled life. And finally, the spirit-filled life is not a life where further and fuller growth is impossible. You don't get, say, you don't say, oh yes, so now I have the Holy Spirit. I, can, I, I, I have ceased to grow. And I want us to see evidence of that in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. And it says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, 
Jesus Christ. So these are the four areas I want you to see that, that are not evidences of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, quickly, I want us to look at the characteristics of a spirit-filled life as seen in the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our perfect example. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. He is a, he, 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 he's a member of the Godhead, of the Trinity. So what are these things? The Christian life is the life that the Lord Jesus has reproduced in us by the Holy Spirit. We are only able to be like Jesus Christ because of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. If not for the Holy Spirit, we would not be able to live that life that God has proposed for us. And that was why when Jesus was living, he promised us of the comforter. He knew what the Holy Spirit was going to achieve in the life of a Christian. He knew that many things will be unattainable to us if we do not have the, 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 uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit living in us. So I want you to see the Spirit of God is the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth. Therefore, it makes us truthful. It makes you truthful in all things. That is a characteristic or a characteristic of being filled with the Holy Spirit. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the Lord will make us truthful. The Holy Spirit is also our teacher. He's our teacher. He gives us knowledge and wisdom. Quickly, I want us to look at John 14, 26. John 14, 26. The Bible says, For the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So when you walk in knowledge and in wisdom, that is an evidence of a spirit-filled life. That is an evidence of you being filled with the Holy Spirit. It says also that the Holy Spirit is our guide. The Holy Spirit is our guide. Um, for, for, the, for the almost um, 10 days now, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. And we said that the Holy Spirit directs us in the way we should go. Are you led by the Spirit of God? Are you a son of God? Do you commit what you want to do to the hands of God? That is pure evidence that you are living a spirit-filled life. When even the, the, the tiniest decision, the smallest decision you need to make, you are committing it to God. You are asking God. You are asking the Holy Spirit for direction. When you forget things, you're not walking in your own strength. You're not walking in your own experience. You're not saying, oh, somebody told me this story and this is how they, uh, there's a situation in my life and I have a brother or a sister who has been through that same situation and this is what he did. So that is what I'm going to do. No. You have to rely on the Holy Spirit for your, for every decision that you need to make. You have to rely on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our guide. The Holy Spirit also reveals things to come. He reveals it to us. Looking again at John chapter 16, verse 13. John 16, verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, 
he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit will tell you things to come. He reveals things to us. The only problem is that a lot of us are not sensitive. Many of us are not sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. That was why two days ago when we prayed, we asked the Lord to forgive us. Because many times, some of us ask, we say, Lord, what should I do? He tells you, or oh, you're not sensitive enough. Sometimes even when you're sensitive enough, you, you are asking, is that what God is saying? Because in your own mind, there is another path you want to take. There's another path you want to take. So please, these are the, the, the evidences that you have the spirit of God living on the inside of you. He is your teacher. When you, when, you know, when you walk in knowledge, when you walk in wisdom, when, you know, many times when you, 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 you take decisions and those decisions turn out to be uh, uh, what you expect, things have turned the way you want, you're blessed. You're wondering, how did I make that decision? It's not by your power. It's not by your might. It is the spirit of God that has laid that wisdom on the inside of you. And that is evidence that you are walking in the spirit. When he guides you in the right path, when you take the right decision, when you go in the right way, when you have the right company, when you walk in the right place, when you take the right business decision, it is not your power. It is the spirit of God that is on the inside of you that is leading you in the way that you should go. When you get a revelation, when you get a revelation of what is to come, a revelation of what is to happen, a revelation of, a, of, of something that is going to happen in the future, it is not because you have become a soothsayer. It is because you have the spirit of God living in on the inside of you. You're sensitive to him. You obey his word. You follow him. You give him first place in your life. You give him first place in every decision you take. Yes, that is the evidence that you are filled with the spirit of the living God. And quickly, I also want you to see the characteristics of a, of a spirit-filled life as seen in the study and uh, in, sorry, as seen by a study of the names and titles of the Holy Spirit. For example, he is the spirit of life. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of holiness. You cannot achieve holiness on, on, on we cannot achieve holiness on our own. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that fills us with his holiness. He's also the spirit of grace. The spirit of God is the spirit of grace. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. When he fills us, then we shall be gracious. When we are filled with the spirit of the living God, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, then we shall be gracious. He is the spirit of truth. When he fills us, we shall be true and truthful. And he is the spirit of power. So when he fills us, we shall be men and women of power. That's one of my favorite scriptures. And they received power after the Holy Spirit came upon them. Are you walking in power? Are you walking in power? Are you walking in, in, that, in, in that power that God has given to you? In that power that God, Jesus Christ, walked in? The Bible says as Christ is, so are we. So for us to do the things that Christ did, for us to live that kind of life, we must allow the Holy Spirit to take his place in our lives and in every area, in every, every decision area. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty, who has given us the Holy Spirit as a comforter, will energize us, 
even to allow the Holy Spirit to do the work that God has proposed him to. So that's what I just want to share with us this morning. We've looked at what the Holy Spirit, what the spirit of uh, the spirit of spirit-filled life. We've looked at at what the evidences are, and we've also seen what the evidences are not. A man who is unnecessarily loud, a man who is full of physical strength. The Bible says, "For by strength shall no man prevail." If you are, if you are, uh, if you are. If you are relying on your own strength, you are not filled with the spirit of God. You are not allowing the spirit of God to do his work. If you are depending on your strength, on your power, on your ability, on your knowledge, on your achievements, you are not allowing the Holy Spirit to take his place. If you think that until you reach a a state of, of seamless perfection, that is when the Holy Spirit will do his work, you are really, really denying the Holy Spirit. You are rather, you are allowing the, the devil to speak words into your mind and you are not allowing the Holy Spirit to do that which he has been sent to do. Do not deceive yourself that when you live a spirit-filled life, then your life is uh, is free from temptation. You will continue to be tempted until Jesus Christ comes. But we've seen in the Bible that God will make a way of escape for us. He will not allow us to be tempted beyond we can bear. He will not allow it. And that growth, when you receive the Holy Spirit, growth stops. I mean, that uh, a spirit-filled life is not a life where further and fuller growth is impossible. You continue to grow. The Bible says the path of the justice, like a shining light, it will continue to shine brighter and brighter and brighter until the perfect day. And of course, we all know when the perfect day is. The perfect day is not in, in this life. The perfect day, day is in the world to come. So for as long as we are in the world, our path must continue to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. That means that we'll continue to grow and grow and grow in the things of God. And I pray the name of Jesus that the Lord God Almighty will achieve his purpose for our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. I want us to pray right now. I want us to begin to pray in the Spirit. The Bible says, and they received power after the Holy Spirit came upon them. I want us to begin to pray in the Spirit right now for us to receive the power. Brothers and sisters, you want to walk in power every day. I, I, I charge you to constantly speak in the spirit. You constantly speak in the spirit. You constantly pray in the spirit. Because as you constantly pray in the spirit, you will be energized. I have experienced it many times. You see, many times we, we, we find, we think that it, when we are praying, it must be something that is loud. But many times, even I, I'm in a meeting, I am praying in the spirit. I am driving. I'm praying in the spirit. And I receive power. Because when you are, when, when, when you are constantly in the spirit, you will continue to receive power. You continue to receive the leading. You continue to receive direction. I charge us this morning. That's a, that's a habit we must all create. Continuing to speak in the spirit, to pray in the spirit. Once you are not busy doing something, once 
you 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 know uh, you are not focused on anything at a particular time. Just begin to pray in the spirit. I want us to pray in the spirit this morning. The Bible says that when we pray in the spirit, we speak mysteries. We speak mysteries. Begin to speak mysteries this morning. Begin to speak mysteries this morning. We don't have any prayer points this morning. We're just going to continue to speak in the spirit. Continue to pray in the spirit. Let the Holy Spirit give you all trance this morning. Father, we bless you this morning. Engage in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you this morning. Le bushikare mama mama le katare baba baba la katare bushikata le bushikare mama mama le katare baba 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 la katare bushikata le bushikare mama mama father we bless you this morning le bushikare baba baba le katare baba baba le katare bushikare baba baba le makatare baba baba la kakakakakak la sakatayare baba baba le bushikare mama mama thank you mighty god we give you praise we give you Glory, we say, Blessed be your name, Father Masikata, Reposhikare, Mama Mama, Rekatare, Baba Baba, Rakatare, Bosundulikata, Reposhikare, Mama Mama. We give you praise, we give you glory, Reposundulikatare, Baba Baba. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, Reposhikare, Mama Mama, Rekatare, Baba Baba, Rakakakaka, Rasakatayare, Baba Baba, Rakakakaka. Le bushikare mama mama, le bushikare baba baba, le makatare baba baba, le bushikare baba baba, la kakakakaka, le bukotore baba baba, shikare mama mama, le bushikare mama mama, le kakakakaka, la sakatayare baba baba, le bushikare bobosundo likata, le katare baba baba baba, le kakakakaka, la makatare bobosikare mama mama, le kakakakakaka, Father, we bless you this morning, we give you praise, we give you glory, le bushikare mama mama, le katare baba baba baba. Father, we bless you. 
We give you praise. We give you glory. I want us to begin to command our day. Command your day in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Command your day in the spirit. Father, we bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to pray. Command the come begin to pray for Nigeria in the spirit this morning. Begin to pray for Nigeria in the spirit. Command your day, Marikata. Speak about Nigeria. Pray concerning Nigeria. Pray in the spirit this morning. Pray in the spirit this morning. Pray in the spirit, Marikata. Speak mysteries into Nigeria in the name of Jesus. Marikata. We give you praise. We give you glory. Finally, let's pray mysteries. Into global praying outreach in the name of Jesus. Pray in the spirit. Prophesy. Concerning global praying outreach. Thank you, mighty God. Father, concerning everybody that has joined this morning, every man, every woman, I prophesy into their lives and I decree and I declare. As you have given us utterance, Father, for every man, every woman connected, their entire families and their businesses, their careers, their academics. For the body of Christ in Nigeria, thank you, mighty God. Give you praise, I give you glory for all that you have done, for all that you are doing, and all that you will do. Say, Blessed be your holy name. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Share the grace and fellowship. Praise of Lord Jesus Christ. The love of Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed day and see you this evening at the night of encounter. God bless you.